This episode is sponsored by our friends at Fujifilm North America. Their X-Series digital cameras and lenses may just give you that creative edge you're looking for in your portraits and events. You'll find everything from 40 megapixel image quality to 40 frames per second bursts, plus unique in-camera film simulation modes and effortless usability. Click the link in the episode description to find the full range. There has never been a better time to invest in your passion, so make sure to click the link. Hey there, it's Nikki Klosser, and I want to let you know about an awesome free giveaway for people on our email list. If you haven't already, click the link in our podcast description or go to theportraitsystem.com slash sign up to get on the list. If you sign up, you'll get a free posing 101 PDF to jumpstart things. It's an epic PDF, so you'll definitely want to get this. Also, just by being in our email community, you'll get deals, sales, and information about any of our upcoming events and activities. So head over to theportraitsystem.com slash sign up and sign up today. This is the Portrait System Podcast, a show that helps portrait photographers and people hoping to become one navigate the world of photography, business, money, and so much more. We totally keep it real. We share stories about the incredible ups and the very difficult downs when running a photography business. I'm your host, Nikki Klosser, and the point of this podcast is for you to learn actionable steps that you can take to grow your own business and also to feel inspired and empowered by the stories you hear. Hey everyone, today's episode is from the 12-week startup that's currently happening over at SueBriceEducation.com. Every Tuesday, I go live with a special guest to coach you through the weekly topics and challenges, and we record it for you as a bonus episode to listen to. If you want to be part of the live coaching and question and answer session that we do every week, head over to SueBriceEducation.com slash live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific time. You can join in on the support that we have there to help photographers take their business to the next level. Also, if you aren't part of the 12-week startup yet and want access to all of the weekly life-changing content that Sue has created for you, head over to SueBriceEducation.com and sign up there. Okay, let's start the show. Just a quick heads up that you'll be hearing me refer to images and that we're looking at images. So obviously, you won't be able to see those photos. However, if you want to see all of the images that we refer to, Make sure to log in to SueBriceEducation.com where you can watch the whole thing because we actually recorded this live and did it on video through Zoom with our guest speakers. If you're not a member of Subrice Education, head over to SueBriceEducation.com where you can sign up to become a member. Okay, let's get started. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the 12-week startup, week seven posing. I'm going to just give everyone a couple minutes to make sure everyone is logging on. Let's see, where is everyone watching from today? Canada, Arlington, Texas, Arizona, Miami. I feel bad for our Aussie and Kiwi friends. It's like three in the morning there or something. So I know it's a lot trickier for them to join, but we've We've had to switch over to this time for technical reasons, so we'll see We'll see if we can work things out differently for the next round of 12-week startup. But for now, this is our time. Hi, Kat. Hi, Paulina. Hi, Tasha. Let's see. Lynn is East Coast. My kids live in, oh, in Northampton. Oh, very cool. Donna lives in Switzerland. Oh, my gosh. She said, but I had to organize my kids in boarding school and university in Canada. Very cool. Western Massachusetts. Yeah, a lot of Texas people. Good evening from the UK. Awesome. I was, I was just sitting here thinking like, I'm glad I'm only half screen. I'm, I'm in my, I just got new sweatpants and they're super comfortable. <laughs> so it's like I'm business on top and totally comfy on the bottom. <laughs> oh, the joys of Zoom. So fun. So fun. All right. So I'm going to get started. Like I said, I'm Nikki Klosser and this is the 12 week startup week seven posing. Man, posing, I know I I say this every time, but posing is just such a big part of what we do. It's a huge part of making our business successful. Yes, there is self-value. Yes, there is pricing. You know, yes, there is lighting. But if you can't pose people confidently, it is going to affect your shoot. It's going to affect their confidence in you and it's going to affect your own confidence. It's going to make the experience a little bit different for them and not not such a great way if you don't know how to pose. Sue really makes it easy for us because she breaks down all of the different parts to posing. And I'm actually going to pull that up for you here. Okay, wait, before I pull this up, there are so many videos and amazing downloads on Sue Bryce Education that I think 
people kind of forget what's there or maybe just, you know, don't think to look at what's there. So I want to make sure you guys know that there are so many different posing downloads. And when I first started my business and I was bringing people into my little, you know, corner in my family room in an old house that we were renting, there were times where I was like, I don't even know what to do next. So I had, I had an old, I had the very first version of an iPad. My kids actually still use it today. And I had all of those posing downloads. And since then, there's been so many more added, but I had the first few downloaded onto my iPad. So if I froze and didn't know what to do next, they were right there. And I want to make sure you guys are aware of what is available to you. So let me just pull some things up for you here. All right. So as you can see here, Sue has just a poster and it's just, it's the posing rules and she lists it all out. And this is something that you can print out and have in your studio on the wall. It's like when you're looking at the person and you know something's not quite right, the pose just isn't there yet. You can go through these, you know, look at the wall or wherever on your phone and think like, okay, is the chin forward and down? You know, is is the person tucked back? Shoulders. Is there some sort of way that I can move their shoulders to make the, you know, to make that a little bit more flattering? Their hands, are they like stiff or are they relaxed? The hourglass, is there shape in their body? You know, have you moved their hips and shoulders so that you're giving women, especially this hourglass shape, as opposed to them just being up straight up and down like a column? There's body language. What are they portraying to you? Do they look uncomfortable? Do they look comfortable? So then there's the asymmetry. If everything is just completely symmetrical, it's not as interesting of a photo to look at. And then there's connection. And connection is all about in the eyes. It's all about in the expression. So if you're looking, especially when you're portfolio building and you know, you're practicing so much just to get all of these down, if you're like, okay, stay right there. I need to look at the posing rules and figure out where I need to move you and make sure you can tick all of these boxes. And as you start practicing, all of this becomes second nature to you. It really, truly does. It's one of those things that the more you practice and the more you do, the more poses you, or excuse me, the more photo shoots you do, the easier this becomes, I promise you. I used to, you know, do like a couple poses per outfit and really nail those. And then I'd have to move on because I was running out of time. Now I can like whip through 10 poses in, you know, in 15 minutes, not even 10 minutes, and then move on to the next outfit. And I wasn't always like that, but now because of that practicing, it is just, it gets easier, you guys, I promise. Okay, so I just want to show you an example of the posing guides that we've got. This is the sitting and lying down pose. If you are like, okay, I want to sit someone down, but I don't even know the first thing to do about where, you know, how to pose them sitting or whatever. Look at all these different examples that Sue gives to you. Like how beautiful are all of these? And then there's some lying down. Literally, all you have to do is down. You could print it if you want download it to your phone, download it to your iPad. And then if you're kind of stuck and you don't know what to do next, tell your client to take a quick water break. Tell them to relax for a second while you just collect your thoughts or look at your design notes or, you know, whatever. Or while they're changing, you can look at these. I mean, there are are just downloads after downloads. There's also, I love the curvy poses guide. So Sue has just example after example of posing a woman who has curves in a really flattering way. And it's just so, so helpful to be able to have this visual to use, especially when you're just building your portfolio and getting these down. So one of the things that we often hear from our clients, I know I do, and I'm curious if you guys hear this as well, I have a feeling you do, is what they say is, I'm just really nervous. Like, I don't know what to do. I'm not photogenic. You're going to have to help me through it all. If you know that anyone who walks into your studio you are confident in posing them based on body type, body shape. You know, if it's a couple, sometimes you might have a really tall partner with a short partner or, you know, someone who's really curvy with someone who's really thin and you want to make sure they both look great. If you are confident anytime someone walks into the studio, oh my gosh, it's going to change your world. It truly is because, again, they don't know what to do. I remember having someone photograph me. And she was like, well, I know you know these poses already. And I'm like, yeah, but I can't see myself. I don't know what to do. You have to tell me I'm so awkward. I'm so awkward in front of the camera. And most people kind of are. 
And that is the thing that scares them the most. They stand there and they don't know what to do. And if you can be like, okay, move your hands here, pop your hip out a little bit more, push your chin forward, down just a little touch. Okay, arms up, oh, a little bit higher. You know, move your shoulder forward. Give me a tiny little bit of a smile. Like as you're giving them directions, not only are they following what you say, but it's relaxing their expression. So it's not like deer in headlights. I tell you, it just like changes everything when you can confidently pose people no matter what. And then they're going to leave feeling like, wow, that was actually fun. And it was easy for me. And I felt taken care of and she was confident and I trusted her. And then what do you think they're going to do? They are going to tell their friends. They're going to tell everyone they know that they just had an amazing experience. I have had a group of women who I photographed for a dental office. And they said that the shoot that they had prior to that they just did not like the photos whatsoever. No one told them what to do. They sat them down and they were like, smile, click, click. You know, it was just not a great experience for them. They're like, thank you for telling us what to do. Thank you for posing us. And and I, and I always say to my clients, I'm like, I know some of these poses feel super awkward, but just go with it. And then they just laugh. And because some of these poses do, like leaning against the wall, it can feel really awkward. And But honestly, once you have this down, I'm telling you, I would say it's one of the most important things that I ever honed in on when it comes to my business is really, truly, I wouldn't say that I'm a master of posing. I mean, I still have so much to learn, but man, when you can nail down five or six poses that no matter who comes to you, you've got those nailed down like the back of your hand, it comes naturally and it changes everything. I swear. So, okay. I have two incredible guests for you today. Our first guest is all the way from Belgium. She is actually one of our Portrait System podcast guests, Wendy DeCromer, and I adore her. I was so fortunate to be able to visit her old studio in Belgium. Now she has a brand new studio, but she's going to join us today. And the reason I, I wanted Wendy to join us is because her posing is like absolutely masterful. And when I scroll through her work, there's such a variety and everyone who she has in these different poses look comfortable and natural. And and I know that these people, if Wendy wasn't coaching them through, would have no idea what to do or what they're doing. So Wendy, welcome to week seven of the 12-week startup. Thank you for being here. Oh, thank you, Nikki. It's such an honor to be here, to be part of this amazing platform sue and and you guys provide for newbies and startups and even photographers like i that have been in the business for a couple of years now you are such an inspirational group of people thank you yeah yeah well thank you for being here and wendy i have a question for you just to start was posing always easy for you i mean was it something that you just knew what to do right away no, it wasn't. But I must say, because I have an art background and I used to draw people, that posing always has been part of uh, how I see the world or just like uh, uh, Sue calls them, how you like the different frames, like you go in, out, move, yes. landscape, vertical. So that's been part of my education. Yes. But I've started like anybody else. Yeah. So when, when you're posing someone, you know, take us through what you do. Are you looking first for expression? Are you looking for how their bodies pose? Like what is your sort of process when you're when you're posing someone? When the the minute they walk into my door, I start looking how they move, mm. how they talk, when they smile, how they smile. It already starts from the get-go for me. So when I uh, have to pose them, I really have a fair idea to where I can lead them and then I have to push them a little bit further and then I get these beautiful vogue-like poses. So yeah. When you say push them further, what do you mean by that? Like if they're like stiff or appear uncomfortable or whatever, you just continue to encourage them or, you know, what does that look like? Well, it's up to me to make them feel comfortable. So that's the first thing. So I, I start talking to them, making them feel heard, seen, comfortable. And sometimes a woman will say, I don't like to smile or I don't like my smile. And then I have to be confident enough to say to her, just let your smile go naturally and I'll, I'll catch the, the perfect smile just for you. It's all about talking to people and really maybe that's because uh, when I was a, a wedding photographer, you're like a sniper. You have to look for the perfect <laughs> moments. So that's also in my head when I'm talking to people. It's just seizing those moments. 
preparing them for that moment. Yeah. Wendy, someone asked, so are you saying that changing composition with each pose offers more variety? Would you say that's the, that's the case? Yeah. When we were in Versailles, that's something that stuck with me. We were on the top of the, of the beautiful home we were in, and there was this beautiful girl in a, in a bed. And I was photographing her, and at the back, somebody yelled, Wendy, keep moving. And that was Sue. So that sticks with me still to this day. In every shoot, she's with me because I have to move. I have to look for different angles and posing in, in, in business and in life. So, yeah, keep moving. Keep changing those angles up. Go low, go high, according to the person you have in front of you and see what works. Right, right. One of the things I do in, as far as composition is I might do a horizontal with them smiling and then do a vertical and maybe change the expression and maybe just move the hands or just something to mix it up a little bit. But it's going to feel like such a different photo, even though you hardly moved anything. Like Sue has the, the flow posing guide. And some of them are just very slight changes in movement, but it really does create a, a different feeling of a photograph. Yeah, it's just a subtle change, like a shoulder that goes slightly back. So her chin comes towards your camera a little bit more and the eyes go down and you have a totally different expression totally. and a, a whole other portrait. Yeah, totally. And like you said, a chin up is going to give you more of like a power fashion feeling and a chin down with the eyes is going to give you that more like boudoir, sultry sort of feeling. And it's all about taking the time to move your client around and look. Like your client's not going to be mad at you if you're like trying to find the best angle of their face. I think what happens is we get afraid that our clients are going to think like we don't know what we're doing or, and this is the same with lighting. We talked about this with Felix in the lighting week is, is it's okay to say to your, to your client, like I am getting the best angle for you. Like, this is so cool. Okay. Now move your chin this way a little bit. Okay. Drop your hand down just a little bit more and just like play around. They don't care They're you know, it's, it's okay to do that. And even if your your pose isn't perfect, they don't know that yet. So you keep them motivated. Yeah. I'm very vocal and very, ooh, ah, we. And then yeah. because when we have like people in the hair salon now, they are like, it's like a radio show going on. We have yeah. so much fun. But I have to keep it light so the person on the other side, I can guide them through in a, in a fun way. So I have to keep, and if I want to have like more, a quiet expression, I'll lower my voice also. So you have to create that atmosphere for people as well. That brings me into mirror posing and just modeling for your client what you want. And if you're not trying to get a big smile, you shouldn't be doing a huge smile because they're going to respond to you and your energy. I so just true. love that moment when they forget the camera's there. And then you really yeah. get the person to look at you and not just the camera and stuck in right. their face. Absolutely. I actually want to share your Instagram. So I pulled up Wendy's Instagram for you because her work is just so divine. It really, truly is. And I wanted to show you the variety of what she includes. Oh, Wendy's business name is Zoom. I'm, I'm going to butcher this, but Zoom Photo Atelier. Do you want to say it properly, Wendy? Zoom Photo Atelier. Perfect. Oh, see, do you see how much better it sounds when she said it? <laughs> Oh, my American accent. Okay. Anyways, as you scroll through and just kind of look at Wendy's images, I mean, there's, look at the variety here in posing, a variety in expression. Do you purposefully do that? Like post different, you know, types of photo? Like, are, are you looking at it as a planned out Instagram feed? Or are you just, oh, I feel like posting this photo today? No, normally I go for the photo that really represents the, the, the person in the, in the portrait, regardless of the, the images next to it. Right. But for me, being a Gemini, I like to mix it up. So yeah, even in posing, I don't stay in the same set for all too long because uh, I need to evolve and grow. And it can be small changes like uh, fingers that are more relaxed or a chin that's slightly more up. Or even my back drops, I change a little. So yeah, change. I mean, good. even I'm just looking at this girl right here, you know, simple in her glasses and white tank top, and it screams volumes. You know, just this very simple photo is just so beautiful. It's just, it's really incredible how you do this. And, and I, I'm looking at this, is this a mother-daughter? Yeah, mother-daughter shoot. And 
I imagine getting them into this pose, they were probably laughing and like, you know, like, cause it's not, I mean, who like lays like that normally, but the way it looks is just so beautiful. It's so cool. Thank and you. it's like, that's why you have to gain your client's trust. Cause you're going to put them in positions that, you know, just feel funny. But one thing I really love too, that is so important that you can have the most amazing portrait is that if that expression is not nailed, Ooh, it's going to change everything. Like, look at this expression. Oh, I just love. Yeah. Expression is everything, but that's what you get expression when you begin a conversation with somebody and you, you stop freaking out about things, little details, because expression is even more important than how you place a, a hand in the end of the, of the portrait. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. For you, the photographer, you want it perfect, but for the person in the portrait, it doesn't have to be perfect. None of right. us are anyway, so it doesn't have to be perfect. Your composition is really interesting too. How do you decide where you are going to crop an image? Like this one right here, for example. Like the composition there is really interesting to me. And, and I think sometimes I forget that it's okay to crop into the head and into the hair like that. So what makes you decide how you're going to crop, crop an image? I love asymmetry, not symmetry. So uh, maybe right. that's, again, my art background again. But um, And I like imperfect and not perfect. So right. <laughs> yeah, for me, just slightly off-center is most... Uh, if you look at my uh, portraits, it's, it's my go-to thing, probably, off-center. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. Well, I mean, I could look at your photos all day. But what would you say to people who are, you know, maybe struggling with posing or just trying to figure it out or their posing just kind of isn't where, you know, you want it to be yet? What I've always done, even in my wedding days, I stayed up late at night and mapped out my shoots. So even when we were in Emily's workshop in, in Paris, I was the one 4 a.m. still drawing things in my sketchbook because when I walk into a room or a space or a little corner, I need to be prepared so I can let go of the stress and just focus on the person in front of me. So yeah, I do yeah. prepare. And to this See, day... I love that you said that. If you go to the platform Supervides, like uh, the education, it's all there for you. You just have to print it out and go through them. It's it's an amazing source. Yeah. You cannot find anything better than if you, really if you start. It's like uh, years and years of experience all molded into these beautiful posing guides ready for use. Right. It's so true. And Rodney, I know you know Rodney. Yeah. Our buddy. Who doesn't know Rodney? <laughs> I know. He made a comment in the chat that says, posing to me is like a muscle. The more you do it, the easier it gets and the stronger you get at it. So it, it's true. It's true. If you're out there thinking like, ugh, posing is just hard and I'm not good at it or whatever, just just know that the more you do it and the more you practice, it, you're going to get better. You really are. Yeah, it is. It grows on you. It's like it becomes a second nature. Yeah. The first few poses is like, uh, wow, how I'm going to nail this down. But in my head, I went through the posing rules. Eh? Yeah. But I didn't show the, the panic to my client. I was like, yeah, ooh, this is going to be right. good. Right. Yeah, right? <laughs> and now it's, it's still that same thing, but it, it's more second nature to me now. I'm not going to say I'm a master at posing, but because I still want to learn and grow and there's so much... I want to do and, and figure out and explore yet. But I really enjoyed the process. Yeah, yeah. And and I know you had said before, even if a pose isn't working, you don't need to tell your client that. Like sometimes I'll be like, oh my gosh, this is not right. But I'm going to click the photo. I'm going to smile and I'll be like, okay, let's try a different one and then move on. You know, and they have no idea that that was just not a successful pose. You know, you, it's just all about keeping your confidence up and like, okay, what do I need to tweak? You just move out of the pose a little quicker than uh, <laughs> you anticipated if it's not working for your client. Yeah, yeah. So Michael said, I find it hard to get people to even mirror me to do the poses, even trying to get their hands right, constantly telling them to relax their hands. They're always doing karate hands and claws, no matter how often I say to soften their hands, ballet hands, or even show them nothing. So just I'm going to quickly answer that, and then I'm curious what you think too, Wendy. Some people... Maybe it's best to not always try to include their hands in the photos. And that's okay. Like some people naturally are just more like their hands are going to be relaxed more. But there are little things you can say to them. Like I remember Sue saying this and it really stuck with me. And I often do this with children 
is, and, I, and I'm with adults as well, but pretend like you're holding a baby bird. And I know that might sound silly, but it just like relaxes their fingers to the point because no one wants to like, you know, choke or squeeze a baby bird and you're not going to be like, I'm holding a, you know, it's just like an easy way to kind of remember how to relax your fingers is like holding a baby bird. I don't know why that just really, really stuck with me, but what about you? Oh, well, okay. And there is a posing hands video. There's always a video for that. There is literally a <laughs> whole video dedicated to posing hands. But what, what do you think, Wendy? I agree with you. Hands is a tough one, but I do think that the struggle never ends. With every shoot and every person, you have to talk them through every pose and every and relax them in front of your camera. So it's you being vocal enough and guiding them through. And with the hands, it's all in the wrists for me. If you relax mm. your wrists, then your fingers follow. Ooh, I like so, that. Uh, relax the wrist. Yeah. The wrist uh, or people hold a lot of tension either in their mouth or in their fingers. So if you relax the wrist, then the, your fingers are automatically going to be relaxed as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's such a good point. Someone asked, do you show the clients the back of your camera while in the photo shoot to encourage them? Sometimes I do. Sometimes I do. And sometimes you have this uh, very powerful energy in your studio and you have to match them and keep them just a little bit more. I'm not showing something to them because I want to keep them on their toes and really listening to. And other people, you just have to, you know, you have to show at least one good one and then they're putting in your hands and you can ask them anything. I always joke, but that's the truth. I can talk anybody in and out of their clothes in a matter of minutes because yeah. uh, <laughs> you have, it's, it's all about trust. And that's what you have to have with your clients in order for them to feel safe in front of your lens. And then you can pose them whatever way you want. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I usually don't show the back of the camera unless I can see someone is really struggling with confidence. But if you do show them a photo, make sure it is a really it's good a one. Because if you show one that they're like, I remember this happened to me during an engagement session. I was photographing this couple that was like, I think, you know, people might categorize them as like a Barbie and Ken sort of couple. Just gorgeous. And we were in the cherry blossoms and it was, oh, I was so excited. And I was like, look how beautiful you look. And she went, oh, my posture, I have fly, a flyaway. And she was like deflated. And I thought, oh my God, how am I going to make this, you know, how am I going to get through the rest of this photo shoot? And I just kept going. And I said, listen, just trust me. You truly look amazing, blah, blah, blah. And she ended up loving the photos and ordered tons of prints. And at the wedding, they were like displayed, you know, for people to sign a frame or whatever. So she ended up really loving them. But that experience made me really second guess which photo I show. You know what I mean? It's just like, uh. Yeah, I know. And maybe that wasn't even you or the photo. Maybe that was the stress of the day for her. But um, the little trick I use in my studio is I'll, if I have a mother and daughter, for instance, I'll show the back of my camera of a portrait of the daughter to the mom. And then mom goes uh, like, yes. oh, wow. And then she goes and tells her daughter like, oh, I've seen a picture of you and you look so beautiful. And the daughter feels confident already and she hasn't even seen an image. So that's another right. little way to to get that in there if you really want it and, uh, and still have the confidence to do it. Yeah, that's a great tip. Someone asked, how do you get those beautiful expressions? And I know some people when you're photographing them are easier than others to get those expressions. Like I know personally that when someone photographs me, it's a struggle to get one of those no smile photos. Sue can do it like the, no problem. She just like busts it out of me easily. But I know that I'm one of those people that is a little bit harder. So for someone like me, if you're photographing someone who it's hard to get that expression out, how do you handle that, Wendy? Sometimes I'll ask them to close their eyes and to relax their mm. mouth to relax it, and just look up at me. And then maybe I'll ask them to drop their bottom lip a little or to mm -hmm. breathe through their lips. And then you have like a, a little engaging smile and you work them up from there. But some people just go from no smile to a big radiant Colgate smile. <laughs> and somewhere in between is the magic. So, uh, yeah, you have to talk them through the expressions as well. And if I want like an intimate expression like then I'll lower my voice and lower my energy so then you create the calm atmosphere to create that expression yeah for sure another kind of trick that I've used that that I actually learned from watching Sue is 
give them something else to do. Even if like their feet aren't in the photo, tell them to like move their left foot or relax their shoulder a little bit or something. And then it gets them thinking about what you're telling me or what you're telling them. And then it sort of relaxes that expression a little bit. And I find that helpful too. Because if their focus, as soon as, it's like some people, you see this beautiful expression, the camera goes up and all of a sudden it's like gone, deer in headlights. So it is, it's just about practicing. And some clients, it's going to be easier than others. And some clients just aren't really meant to have a ton of serious expression photos. And that's okay. Just focus on the smile. Like just because all, you know, Sue, Sue shows so many no smile kind of expressions doesn't mean that you can't have tons of smiley photos for a client. It just depends on their personality. Yeah, of course. And the same tip goes for hands. If you give hands something to do, they look more relaxed as well. Yeah. Expressions is probably one of the biggest thing in a, in a photograph. Yeah. I'm curious, Wendy, I know how I start, but I'm wondering how you start. How do you approach each session re- regarding how you start your posing? Like, do you always start sitting, standing with a posing table? Do you have any sort of routine there? Yeah, I have like a, a corner in the studio and uh, Heidi knows it's the white corner, we call it, because I want to I want to relax them first and just uh, and for me, it's also a time to 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 really look at the person in front of me and, and see which angles work for them. When do they smile? Are they easy smilers or do I really have to hone it out? Yeah, I always have the same setup to start with and then it's playtime from then on, on end. Yeah, I'm the same, Wendy. I do the same thing, except I always start with the with a wall lean. Yeah. With the white on the white wall. I always start with lighter colors. Yeah. And then I move to my darker because typically with a with black on black, like if they're wearing a black outfit and then we change to the black backdrop, we might do like a red lip or like make the hair a little bit more, you know, glamorous or whatever. And so I always start with that softer look with the white background on the wall. And we actually have this wall guide, posing guide. And I love, this is one of my favorite guides. It is, I'm going to see if I can find it for you while we're finishing up chatting because it really is such a great, great guide. So Wendy, someone wanted to know how long did it take you? How many shoots until you started to feel just more confident in your posing? And maybe you don't have a number for that, but I mean, do you remember like how long it took you? Well, for me, it clicked off to Versailles when Sue said, keep changing, keep changing your angles, keep changing your body, move, eh? Because a lot of photographers stay in the same position a long time, and then you have like 30 images of the same expression almost and the right. same, eh? So I tend to, and I, I really want to maximize everything in that little set. So uh, I keep moving and, and angles, and that took me uh, quite a while to, to, to master, and I'm still working on that because I still have to uh, move more because uh, Sue's still on my back when I'm in the shoot. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know how, how long it took me. But now, if you see my, my posing now, that's like an average of four to five shoots a week for years and years on end now. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of practice. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I love it. I love every second of it. I know you do. You are so passionate about it. And it just just truly shows through in your work and what you do. And it's just, it's really, really cool to, to watch you. And, you know, you're one of my favorite photographers in the entire world. And that is not just to, like, make you feel good. I'm not just saying that. Like, you truly, I look at your work all the time and think, wow, you know, Wendy is really incredible. So oh. just so you know that. <laughs> You're going to leave me speechless. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I really appreciate you coming on with us and just sharing with us. There was one more question, and it's not necessarily about posing, but someone is wondering how you do your reveals. Will you just share a little bit about your process? And But, but before you do that, Wendy does have a, a portrait system episode where she shares exactly how she grew her business, her whole process. Uh, oh, my reveal process? Your reveal, yep. Yeah. I invite them in. I use Animoto. I love Animoto because it brings them back to the magic of the day. And normally people come back within 10 days of their shoot. And then we start off with a slideshow because it brings the emotion back. And uh, behind my laptop here is like a reveal wall. And then uh, with little curtains in front, roll-up curtains from uh, Ikea. (laughs) 
a mixture of the the poses are uh, or the portraits are on the wall and i i pull up the curtains and then people are like oh, a whole wall of me and most of the time the first few minutes are silent silence and when they look back you can see like tears or joy and you see their faces lit up like this is me or this is the woman I always aspired to be it's just beautiful it's a beautiful process to be part of and very humbling to me because um taking somebody's portrait is an honor to do it's not something I take lightly because you're in their bubble you're in their private space and there's a story behind the why they want to be photographed so it's a it's an honor to be there for people and to give that back yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, someone asked, just last question, it says, is there a go-to pose you use in every session? And honestly, I have like 10. <laughs> I just like cycle through in every single photo shoot. And then of course I get creative as well, depending on the person's body type and what they're wearing and how they want to be captured really. And that comes with talking with them and finding out what they want to portray in their photos. But yeah, I truly have multiple go-to for every single session. What about you? For me, it's the same. I have like go-to poses for every setup. And then it depends on the outfit they choose. If they want to have like a bold outfit or lingerie boudoir that will give me different poses and different expressions and a whole other set as well. But like I said, like in the in the early days, and still to this day, I'm the one at 4 a.m. in the morning, still mapping out shoots even before my clients enter the studio, still to this day, because I want to be prepared. And then I can let that stress go and just focus on my clients. So if that can be a big tip for everybody, just be prepared, map, download the beautiful posing guys Sue has provided for you and start from there. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I love it. Okay, I know I said last question, but one more. <laughs> Someone said, how do you pose a woman who is self-conscious of their bust area? So maybe if they, you know, express to you, I feel like I want to kind of hide my chest a little bit. Do you have a certain pose that you would do for that? Oh, maybe I wouldn't go like a cover girl pose straight away. <laughs> right. You have right. to work up her confidence. So maybe you you put the put her on a stool and you place her hands in front of her so she's already in that safe comfortable or or even on the table you put your arms around you like this and then they're safe but if you have a bigger bust they have to pull their bust back and bring their chin up Mm -hmm. the focus needs to be on the on the face then and not so much on the on the body or the bust underneath yeah yeah for sure and another thing you can do too is is honestly look at the um curves video posing curves yeah in the downloads there's so many so many ideas in there of what you can do as well and I mean the goal is for us to make our clients feel and look beautiful and and have it be flattering for them if that's something that they're self-conscious about then it's important to really address that in the beginning you get tripped over body image body size or even age now I don't even that's not an issue for me I just look at the person in front of me the energy they hold or the energy they have and start from there so yeah but the curves video is a is a is a changer a game changer because you're not afraid to pose curves anymore right absolutely well, thank you again. I'm going to let you go because we have another guest to come on. But again, Wendy DeCromer with Zoom Photo Atelier. She is just someone to follow. So again, thank you, friend, for being here. Oh, thank you so much. And anytime you want to chat, I'm here. You know where to find me. Awesome. All right. Thanks, honey. We'll chat soon. Bye-bye. Okay. So someone had said in the chat, can we share the process where you start your session in the Facebook group, such as Wendy said the white corner, Nikki said the white wall or the wall posing, and then kind of the order that follows. And I'm totally down with that. If you guys want to drop that in into your Facebook, into the Sue Bryce Education members only Facebook group of starting your process or where you start with your posing process, go for it. I think that's a great idea. And before we bring Leon on, I just have one more thing I wanted to share with you. It is the wall posing the here i'm going to show you here share so the wall posing download here i typically start with this sort of pose just the leaning you know leaning onto the wall and go from there because it gives them a little bit of like security to have something to rest on and it just makes them feel comfortable or something so i don't know why i just always kind of go to this 
wall posing first. And if you're wondering about different wall poses to do, there's horizontal crops, there's vertical crops. I mean, all in this in this wall posing guide, it gives you so many different options. So I just wanted to share that quickly. And yes, go ahead and drop in your process into the Subarise Education Facebook group. I think that's a fantastic idea. All right. Leon McDonald is going to join us next from Cincinnati, right? Cincinnati. Cincinnati. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Leon was on the podcast with me as well on the Portrait System podcast. And one of the reasons, well, one, because his work is incredible, but two, I loved what Leon shared about posing, just like being a guy and how he does it. So Leon, first of all, welcome to the 12-Week Startup. How are you? Thank you. I'm doing very well. Thank you for having me on. And I would also like to say that Wendy is one of my favorite photographers in the whole world, too. Oh, nice. Very (laughs) cool. Very cool. Love her work. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, so Leon, talk to us about how you sort of learned posing and how you just got comfortable and confident. Because it shows through your work that you are confident with it. So I'm wondering how, how the process was for you. Well, my process was similar to Wendy's in that I devoured like every video that's on SBE, everything that I could you know, look at as far as posing is concerned. I studied it, dissected it. Um, I'm mirror posing a lot more now, like actually doing the poses myself. Yep. I'm, I'm the kind of person that I feel like if I show a person how to do something, it's easier for them to, to, to know what to do as opposed to telling them. And actually now I do a combination of both. I'll tell them and then I'll show them and then we'll go back to it again. So. Yeah. Okay. So one thing you had, had shared with me when I was interviewing you on the for your own episode on the podcast was that you literally do the poses. Like you get yourself into the poses. So tell me a little bit about that. I just hop in there. Usually it's, if it's a laying down pose, I'll lay down and show them exactly what I want. Um, if it's a standing up pose, I'll, I'll put my hands on my hips. Anything that I have to do to get them to see this is what, what I'm looking for. And then I'll, I'll reassure them actually that, hey, once you actually start posing yourself, I'll talk you into the movements. You don't have to worry about remembering the poses. Um, I'll, I'll make sure that you're actually doing them in the way that we want you to do. Oh, I love that. How you just said, you'll, you let them know they don't have to remember, like you're going to continually tell them, like I've even had to say to my clients, like you're going to hear chin forward and down in your sleep tonight because some time. people naturally just like pull their neck back or their head goes to one side. And, and I tell them like, if I have to repeat myself a lot, it's okay. You're not used to this. Like it's, so I love how you said that. You don't have to remember this. I'm going to keep coaching you through that. That's genius. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to show a little bit of Leon's work. I also pulled up his Instagram page here. And Leon, your business name is Janelle Lee Photography. Lee. Yep. So I just want people to know that. So if they go looking for you, hang on, I'm just trying to find the page. There it is. Share screen. Okay. So if you're going to look for Leon on Instagram, it's Janelle Lee Photography. And you can see here, again, just such an amazing variety of poses and a variety of compositions and just incredible expression. And it just, it makes you want this photograph photographer to photograph you. When you see these like, just, you know, dynamic expressions and, and the poses. And I remember Sue once said before, she was like, Sometimes people look at your photos and they're not exactly sure what it is that truly, you know, spellbinds them and wants to book you. But often it's the expression. It's how that you draw people in with the eyes, you know, or even closing the eyes. Like I noticed here you've got a couple photos where um, the people have closed eyes and it just it makes sense to have the eyes closed here. You know, it's it's a dark, moody photo and she's just got those you know, it just made sense to have her eyes closed. Like, I think people just, you know, don't think out of the box sometimes, but I right. love how you do yeah, that. I oh, I love this portrait right here. God, that makes my <laughs> mom heart my just favorites. explode. So cool. Baby boy. Yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. But yeah, I love it. And, you know, you've got some smiling. You've got a variety of expression. Oh, my gosh, look at this dog. I hope you enter this into the... <laughs> Pets Awards. Oh for yeah, yeah. The Portrait Masters Award. <laughs> I, maybe I will. Maybe I will. I love that. Oh my gosh, it's so darling. But yeah, again, you just see the variety of posing. Oh my gosh, look at this couple. 
Yeah, this is the, this is one of my favorite shoots. Um, unfortunately, he passed away like a couple weeks ago. Oh no! Um, but it's such an incredible story surrounding this this relationship between the two of them. They met in a, in a nursing home, and they got married eventually in the nursing home. It was just an incredible love story. So I went. I actually went to the nursing home to photograph him on site. Wow. Yeah, it was incredible. Ah, oh, I have the chills. This is just. Oh yeah. And if so you're fun. out there listening, so if you're out there listening and you can't see this, either go to Leon's Instagram or if you're a Subrice Education member, we're recording all of this for you. So you'll be able to watch this later at any time. But there is this couple. It says he's 96. Is that right? Yes. Well, she was 96 and he was 90 at this time. Oh, nice. Nice. Six year difference. That's how me and my husband are. Yes. I'm, I'm yes. six years older than my husband. <laughs> anyway. Um, okay. So what I love here, and I'm wondering if you kind of just... Clearly, they're a silly couple. You know, they were, like, laughing and having fun together, and I feel like you just really focused on that, you know? Instead of trying to get the, like... I mean, there is the sentimental one at the top, but, you know, it's it's all about feeling your client out and going with their personality, it seems like. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you want to let them be themselves. There's obviously certain poses that we we want to photograph them in, but a lot of times it's the in-between stuff. So, you know, they, they'll pose... And then, you know, she'll say something silly or he'll say something silly, you know, if it's couples. And then you grab those in-between moments, too. And sometimes those end up being the strongest images yeah. of the set. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Do you have a starting pose that you do or, you know, just any sort of starting series? I do. I'm kind of like you. I like to start on the wall for the same reasons because it gives them something to do. Um, you know, their arms and their hands can, can actually be on the wall. They can actually hold their, their arm. It's just you know, something that puts them a little bit more at ease as opposed to kind of standing them up and suspending them in air. Because like yeah. I used to start with CoverGirl, but I started putting them on the wall for that reason. Though. Yeah. Now, do you have a go-to, you know, set of poses that you use um, as far as, you know, someone had asked before throughout the whole shoot? Do you have like five standard poses that you kind of go through or are you always just mixing it up? I'm, I usually mix it up. I'm a huge fan of Sue's flow posing. So I'll start with, you know, a very simple, um, slightly offset 45 degree angle um, pose. And then I'll rotate them around um, close to profile. And then from there, we'll mix it up from there. But so I, I usually like to flow through a, a, a bunch of different poses. I'm not like when I can't sketch or draw. So in my planning process, like I, I, I wish I could do that. But yeah, I look at a lot of um, inspirational pictures of others. Um, and then I'll use it as a baseline of my preparation. But once I get there, I find myself forgetting a lot of the poses that I actually wanted to do. So the flow posing, you know, worksheets that Sue has uh, produced, it makes it a lot easier for me because I'm not, I'm less static that way. I'm constantly moving them around. Yeah. One of, one of the things too, one of the reasons I wanted you to come on is you're really strong with expression posing as well. And someone actually just asked, Tasha asked, how do you get your client to change expressions? I'm looking for an alternative to don't smile. So what's your trick or do you have a trick? I really don't. I mean, I, I'm constantly having a conversation with them. I think Sue talks a lot about talking to your client, you know, from behind the camera. And I think that, again, it's that in-between, um, you know, time that you spend with them as you're moving from pose to pose mm-hmm. and from set to set that makes them more comfortable and more relaxed. And then you're able to kind of, you know, get more expression and more variety from that. But I don't really have, you know, a method of getting them to do that. But as far as, you know, ex- genuine expression, like the connection with the eyes, Sometimes I'll tell them to look through the camera, the lens, and look through me into the back of the wall, almost as if they're they're looking through me and through my soul. Uh-huh. And they kind of get that. You know, I, I don't know why it works, but it, it works like 80% of the time. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. And again, it gets them like not thinking about what am I doing with my hands? What am I doing with my mouth? Like anything you can do to just get them relaxed a little bit. And and some people have different you know, ways of doing this. Like Peter Hurley, when I interviewed him and when, you know, when he's was one of our, in the shootout for the Portrait Masters Conference for Canon, and it was so funny. He's just a funny guy. And that's how he does it. Peter's awesome. Yeah, for sure. But some people that's just not in their personality and they're more soulful soulful, and they're going to coach people through in a different way. So it's really all about finding your own style for how you're going to engage the connection. And I know I always say there's a video for that, but there is. There is the expression series on the Sue Bryce education where Sue like coaches you through exactly how to get these expressions. So 
And again, it's different from client to client. Do you find that like some clients, it's way easier to pull out that expression than others? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, some people are just comfortable like like being photographed and other people, again, I photograph a lot of people who have never ever been photographed professionally before. So this is a new experience for them. So for them, it is all about comfort. So I try to put them at ease. I tell them, you know, small things that they can do to kind of relax. I, I was taking notes when Wendy was talking about the wrist thing. I hadn't mm-hmm. heard that before. <laughs> That's awesome. So I'm gonna start using mm-hmm. that. But yeah, it, I, people, it, it's, it's very different from person to person. And I remember when I was photographing weddings, I did an engagement session before, and um, I was trying to get this wide shot of the couple. And so I pose them up first, and I go to the bottom of the hill. I take the image, I go back and look at the image, and the, the, the guy is doing something really weird with his hand, like you know, something that it seems like it would be even hard, like uncomfortable to do. <laughs> and yeah, I'm like, yeah. how, do you, how did you even do that? But <laughs> I, I, it, it, it was my fault because I didn't make him comfortable, right? So, so I, I take responsibility for that. So I think that starting there and making sure that the, the shoot is, is nice and easy and, and comfortable and open and relaxed um, get you the best expressions. Yep. Yeah, I love that. Someone someone asked about which sort of dress or outfit you choose to start with. Um, they said they always start with their favorite one. Um, but I'm curious, how do you decide which outfit you're going to start with? Hmm. I usually let them decide. So I, I'll ask them first. I mean, if I do the consultation right, which sometimes I fall down in that area, I don't always do it the way that I should. But if I do it right, I'll have my sets already built out. So if I'm going from like a cool tone backdrop to like a you know warm tone, I'll have all that kind of planned out. So then we'll say, hey, let's start with this one. And then I can, I'll basically leave it up to them and say, which one do you want to start with? Right. Okay. That's cool. And just a side note, Leon paints really, really amazing, gorgeous canvases. And you sell them, don't you? I do now, yeah, but but honestly, I just started a 40 over 40 campaign, so I don't have time to paint anymore. Uh, there you go. <laughs> it's, it started because of, because of COVID. I, I wanted something to keep me busy, but now I'm just totally busy with shoots, which I'm very grateful and thankful for that. Yeah. But, yeah. Tell us about your 40 over 40 campaign. Oh, my gosh. So I, I started the campaign on Friday afternoon, and so I'm for, photographing 40 women over the age of 40, I decided to do 40 over 40 instead of 50 because just the way the wording works, it can include any woman like in that range from 40 to on up. Right. So yeah, so anyone that qualifies for that, I'll photograph them at the end of the year was my initial plan was to actually do like an, a gallery exhibition. But with COVID, I'm not sure if there'll be some limitations on that. So we may still do it, but it'll be limited um, as far as how many people can actually come and see the, the images. So I'll print them right. very large and then show them kind of like in a gallery exhibition at the end of it. But it's it's been nuts. I'm getting like, you know, 15 leads in, in a couple of days. Oh, so. that's amazing. Now, yeah. are you doing this like voucher style where you're handing out a voucher? Or are you making sales on this? Or how, how are you managing um, that? So there's a session fee. So $2.99 is the, the participation fee. Mm-hmm. And that gets them a voucher that's good for one image, for one print. Um, and then they get the hair and makeup, cool. all that's included. So, And then they can yeah, purchase more and you upsell them that way? Exactly. Awesome. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. I love it. I love it. Yeah, finding a campaign that works for you and, it, yeah, that's – there's so many different campaigns you can do. And there is a video for that about picking it, a, choosing, a, <laughs> choosing a campaign. <laughs> um, yeah. So someone asks um, – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to say your name right. Mayak? Hopefully I said that wrong. Hopefully. How do you dress as the photographer? So when you're doing a photo shoot, what do you wear? You know what? Honestly, I wear black, kind of like Sue. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want the attention to be on me. I, I want to be relaxed, too. So yeah. it may be a black T-shirt. I'm, I'm the kind of person where I feel like I want to be on brand, too. So if, if it's not my style to dress up in, like, a shirt and tie, I'm not going to do that. So they know that yeah. from the, the consultation. So when I have that consultation, I'm going to be who I am in that meeting. So that so they're used to that. And that, I think that's part of the, the reason why certain people are drawn to me. Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. my studio. So, so, yeah, I'm super relaxed for the most part. Yeah, that's good. I'm I'm really relaxed too. I'm not a fancy person whatsoever. <laughs> you know, I'll be in a dive bar before I'm in a club any day. Not that I go out. I have two two little kids, but anyway, right. back Especially when I used not to. Now, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm super casual as well. And the most dressed up I ever get is when I have to do hair and makeup, my own hair and makeup, to be on these um, live Tuesday <laughs> Tuesday broadcasts. But right. yeah, I I do. I I love that you said that. It's important to be yourself. Obviously, we want to look professional. We're not going to show up in like you know ripped sweatshirt Sweats. or something. You know right. what I mean? Or like I do have sweatpants on right now, but I'm not going to wear this to a shoot. <laughs> well, that's different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But so I mean, I think it just depends. Like I have a real estate agent. My real estate agent. He shows up in a suit and tie every time he shows me a house, and I'm like, uh, Brian, you know you don't 
have to dress like that with me. Like you see me with a bun on top of my head. He's like, this is just how I dress every day. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. You know, like, right. and that's just how he is. So I think it's, it's, you know, to answer your question, it's just however you're comfortable, as long as it's somewhat professional for sure. Absolutely. So someone said, how can I learn about tones or placing a certain outfit on a particular background? Do you have any like tips for that? So again, there's a video for that. So the men's workshop that Sue did, where she had all guys in the studio, mm-hmm. I learned a lot from that. So she went through like each backdrop that she had and different tones. So she asked the guys, hey, does this tone go with this and why? Why does it work? And then they asked, answered the question. So I learned a lot from that. So watch that video. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a good one. I used to kind of steer away from pairing dark clothes with like the backlight or my white wall. But as trends sort of change, I'm mixing it up because black and white is such a trend right now with people's branding and their websites. And so now I'm often doing a black outfit on a white backdrop or vice versa. And it's just, it's very clean and crisp looking. But I mean, I'm not going to put like a pink dress on a hunter green back. I I don't, I mean, it just, you just kind of have to feel it out and look at what looks good to you, you know? So, but yeah. Well, I agree hundred percent. Yeah. I, that's something I actually haven't experimented with that. Um, the black and white thing. I'll, I'll have to try that. Yeah. And there is in the men's inten- intensive, but also in the posing videos on week seven, there is Sue goes through how she pairs outfits in that one as well. So there's, there's both of those. So if you need some extra tips on that for sure. Cool. Well, okay. One more question, Leon, and then I'll let you go is, well, okay. Two more questions. Someone was wondering why you don't use your own name for your business. (laughs) That is a good question. So uh, one of the main reasons is because a rebrand is extremely difficult Yeah, (laughs) and I I wanted to do that and I I probably will uh, next year, but Janelle is my, my wife's middle name and Lee is a short name that all my friends and family call me. So I, I combined the two names when, when my wife was working with me when we were photographing weddings. And I just, it just stuck. I haven't changed it yet. Yeah. <laughs> so, cool. cool. Yeah. And it's a, it's a talking point sometimes too. Yeah. So. Yeah. True. True. Okay. Last question. Do you find it easier to pose men or women? Women, definitely. <laughs> because I've studied it, you know, for, for over five years now. That That's all I do. So, I mean, shooting guys can be fun for sure, but posing, you're, you're limited. Yeah, I find at least, and, and the number of poses that you can do. So I kind of have to rely on the outfit changes, the set changes, the different backdrops for guys. But for women, there's all different kinds of things you can do with posing, getting the arms into the frame, working the triangles, the different angles. So definitely women, for sure. Yeah, well, I mean, just going through your Instagram and seeing all the guys in there, there's the one with the guy laughing where he's kind of looking to the side, and then you have another one where it's like a horizontal. So you're definitely doing great with it, even if you don't think, <laughs> think it's quite as right. easy. So. <laughs> Yeah, there's they're definitely fun shoots for sure. It's just it's just different. Mm-hmm. And I've studied, you know, women's posing for so long and, and that's what I'm I'm best at, at least I feel like I am. Yeah, awesome. Well, thank you again, Leon. This is your second Thank appearance. you for having me. Yeah, on the well, on the Portrait System podcast, which this will be people will be able to listen. You have your own episode. So everyone make sure you to listen to Leon. You are number seven. So Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you again. I'm going to go back and listen to that. It's been a while since I've listened to it myself. (laughs) Awesome. All right. Well, you take care and I'll talk to you soon. You too. Thank you, Nikki. All right. Thanks, Leon. All right. Okay. So posing, honestly, so much of it comes down to practice, you guys. It really does. It's not like just, it was, I mean, even hearing from Wendy and Leon, they both studied it. They practiced it. It's one of those things that you just have to keep doing. I mean, bring in a neighbor if you can, or your kid, or your partner or anyone who you can just really, really practice this with. And and that's what it's going to come down to. It truly, truly is. Make sure you print out the posing guides if you either, you know, print them or put them on your phone. Like I said, it's just, there's no shame in using posing guides and just practice, practice, practice. You guys can totally do this. Are there any other questions before we go? And also, like someone mentioned in the members Facebook group, go ahead and post your you know, what you start with, maybe your favorite poses. Someone asked if I'd be willing to put in my top 10 poses and I will, I will put that in the Facebook group. I'll just, you know, share with you 10 photos of the poses that I pretty much do all the time. It's not about having to recreate the wheel sometimes. I mean, yes, it's nice to be creative and come up with, you know, unique poses and everything, but for your everyday work, like there are only so many positions that we can put our clients in. And if you have 10 very flattering ones, your clients are going to love it. 
So just don't feel like you always have to be recreating the wheel. It's about practicing and just getting, you know, your tools and your tool belt down when it comes to posing. So, all right. So it looks like there are no other questions. So I think what I will do is end it here. So we have week eight next week. If you haven't done weeks one through six yet, that's okay. But just revisit, go back. This is a marathon, not a sprint. We're always there in the group to help in the Facebook group to help you if you have questions. And again, if you miss this live, you can watch this anytime. Yeah. So that's it. I hope that you have a wonderful, wonderful week and we will see you next week. Thanks again. Thank you so much for listening today to the Portrait System Podcast. If you like what you heard, we would really love for you to leave us a five-star review either on iTunes or wherever you're listening. And I really, really want to encourage you to head over to SueBriceEducation.com. Over there, you can find all of the education you need to become a successful photographer. It's only $35 and there are over 1,000 on-demand educational videos on things like posing, lighting, styling, retouching, shooting, marketing, sales, business, and self-value. There's also the 12-week startup program that I love, and there are posing downloads, lighting downloads, I mean truly everything to help make you not only a better photographer, but to make you more money. Once again, that's SueBriceEducation.com.